I could ditch the Sinella. There was no other way. My scouts is barely damaged. Do you read? Do you read? Repeat. This is voice. Do you read? Systems damaged. Power failing. Reactor breached. I'm trying to locate suitable crash site. Dropping out of warp now. Field fleet. It is hopeless. The primary navigation mechanisms are destroyed. I'm aiming the ship for the nearest planetary system. There. For reverse thrust. I'll be entering the atmosphere of the third planet soon. On landing, I will attempt to activate the distress beacon. Landing? Landing? <laughs> I don't even know if there's enough power to slow me down. Field fleet! Field fleet! The computer! It's online! I'm sorry, Commander. This is a forbidden planet. Forbidden. I do not know. Please forgive me. This is my last transmission. Do you read? Do you read? Entering atmosphere. Abdul! Abdul! We must rest here! Abdul! Do not be a fool, Hamid! The sandstorm will pass soon! You saw the star fall from the heavens? It is a sign! We must find it before the infidels! We may have been the only ones to have seen it! Allah has chosen us to see his fiery work at close hand! The rewards will be beyond all those of the earth! Do you not want those rewards, my friend? Of course! But don't you think that Allah would want us alive to appreciate them? Come! The storm is passing! See ahead! Look, Ahmed! The light of heaven! Here before our very eyes! Yes! I can see it, Abdul. I... Get off your knees. Come, we go to look into the glowing eyes of God. We cannot go any closer. The heat is too much. Abdul, no! The words of the Creator heal on my face, my hands. Oh, mighty Allah, I see the glory of your work in this. A fire! Abdul, you'll be burned! No, Hamid. The Lord Allah would protect me. Ah! I hear you, O oh Lord. Hamid, no, let go of me. The Lord Allah is among us. He... You are burned, my friend. I had to pull you back. You fool. It was my destiny. I would burn for Allah. I see the mightiness of his work here and I am awed. I... Wait. What is this? I do not know. It must have fallen from the star. An offering from God, Hamad. It is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. Crimson like the falling sun. And shaped, shaped like the holy scarab. It has been returned to us. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Muhammad's crimson scarab is here before us. The scarab, look, it has sapphires for eyes and an ebony shell. Do you think we should touch it? It was made for holding. Look how it fits in my hand. As if it were made for it. These are the riches of the Lord Allah, my friend. He sends his crimson scarab to earth to show his holy power. Wait. Look, Hamed. The sapphire eyes. They twist in my fingers. A sign. A sign from the Lord. Ah! Your drink, sir. Why, thank you. Sarsaparilla daiquiri in Casablanca. What more could a weary time lord ask for? How much do I owe you? 
The refreshment is courtesy of Professor LaRoche, sir. He sends his compliments and says he will be joining you shortly. Excellent. Uh, before you go, who is this Mr. Harker that the professor is with? They seem to be having the most heated of arguments. Being a discreet employee of this establishment would certainly preclude me from divulging that Mr. Harker is a young American journalist here in Casablanca to beg an interview with Professor LaRoche. The professor never gives interviews to Americans. <laughs> Most discreet. Thank you. But I could travel with you as one of your team. Impossible. In any case, I never give interviews. The proprietor of my newspaper, apart from being my uncle, sir, is the ninth richest man in America. He would uh, pay you well to take me along. I hear your team are off to Tunisia soon, to a dig quite near to the main German U-boat base. A uh, coincidence, perhaps? What are you implying? You know very well what I'm implying. Someone is passing information of the German troops to the Allies. What an excellent cover an archaeological expedition would be. My dear young sir, you read far too many detective novels. I am no more a spy than you are a journalist. So, on the one hand, you could get me nearer to the Germans, or on the other hand, I could leave Casablanca tomorrow for Lisbon and file a very interesting story about a top espionage agent who has a very lucrative day job, digging up dead kings. Very well, Harker. I leave for Tunis on Saturday. I'll get my uncle to wire me some money tomorrow. Now, good day. I do declare, it is. Hubert, what a singular pleasure to see you again. Doctor, when I heard you were to be in Casablanca, I was overjoyed. How are you? It's been, what, three years? Yes. I'm glad the cable reached you. I wasn't sure the TARDIS could muster the necessary telegraphological linkage. Is one still pottering about in that police box? Yes, one is. In all my years of traveling, Hubert, you've been the only person to walk into the TARDIS utterly fail to notice the difference between the outer and inner dimensions, and pick up a dusty antiquity from the top of my jump box. A Bronze Age axe head, uncorroded and sharp, Doctor. Conjuring tricks with dimensions do not even scratch the surface of my soul. But an artifact of such beauty, such age, such craftsmanship, that draws deeply from the well of my emotions. That's why I like you so very much, Hubert. Anyways, we are so much alike. Jacques, more refreshment for the Doctor. Another Dacre? Of course. And I'll have my usual. So, what brings you here to Casablanca, Doctor? Are you seeking another master criminal? <laughs> Nothing quite so exciting, Hubert. A holiday. An honest-to-goodness holiday. Only the inexplicable Doctor would choose a time period of Earth's history where all of Europe burns in the flames of war for a holiday. Ah, but such an evocative time. And of course, Casablanca is one of my all-time favorite films. Uh, I haven't seen it. Don't think it's been made yet, Hubert. Your drinks, sirs. <laughs> oh, Doctor, I do so enjoy your company. I am in town until Saturday. Ah, still excavating less than ancient U-boat information? Yes. Be careful, Hubert. The Nazis are playing dangerous games. Get out of my way! I must speak with LaRoche! I will tell him you called, sir. I'll tell him myself, you idiot! He is only over there! Hubert! It's all right, Jacques. Let him through. As you wish, sir. Hubert! You must come at once to the hospital. Steady yourself, Arnold. Hubert, please. There is someone dead at your hospital I'd like you to take a look at. A Berber. Since when has the finest doctor in Casablanca consulted an archaeologist on the ailments of his patients? Listen, please. He was brought in from Marrakesh last night on the train. He has the strangest injuries I've ever seen. Hubert, 
You've been all over. Come along and see him. You may be able to shed some light onto this matter. Of course, Anna. Please excuse my flippancy. Doctor, would you mind if I went along for an hour? I'll come along too, if you like. I've a medical degree, you know. But what about your holiday? Surely you don't want to get embroiled in mundane business such as this. On the contrary, Hubert. When you live the kind of lives that I do, the mundane is something to be savoured with the utmost relish. <laughs> oh no, lead on. Ah, fire of heaven, fire of heaven! Here he is, gentlemen. Hubert, have you seen anything like it before? Saints preserve us. Has he said anything? He has said much, but he makes little sense. The entire left side of his body is burned, but from the inside out. We're trying to keep him comfortable, giving him as much morphine as I dare, but we cannot touch the pain. Gentlemen, we must find out where this poor man received those injuries. It's vitally important. Professor LaRoche, I thought it was you. Hark, will you never leave me in peace? Just thought I'd say hello, seeing as I was in the building. My uncle, you know, he's kindly giving a donation to the hospital. I was just finalizing the details with the administrator when I saw you. I... I... Holy... He has been caught in the unfocused beam of some sort of plasma cannon, and has been exposed to a very high level of radioactive fallout. Radioactive what? Plasma cannon? What are you talking about? Doctor, what are you saying? This poor unfortunate has not only been in close contact with an uncontained pile of invidium, but has then been shot by a weapon that will not be developed on this world for another two and a half thousand years. In other words, he's an anomaly with an anachronism. Now, apart from being difficult to say with a mouthful of wine gums, that poses some rather interesting questions, wouldn't you say? I must go to where he was found. Dr. Pachelle, has he given any indication as to where he was injured? None. According to the train guard who brought him to the hospital, he was picked up some 30 kilometers east of Marrakesh, in the desert. He may have been wandering for days. Not with injuries like that. They're recent. No, this happened within the last 48 hours, I'd say. Professor, I'll need a lorry and some rather difficult-to-obtain items. Can you recommend a supplier? Of course. But, Doctor, you cannot travel alone. I will accompany you. What about Tunisia? We're supposed to be leaving on Saturday. There will be a delay. Then I am coming with you. You're my ticket to a great story, remember? Mr. Huck, will you please stop trying to blackmail me and go away? No. Remember what my choices are, Professor. Please don't force my hand. Very well. I'm sorry, Doctor. My hands are tied. No matter, Hubert. Perhaps you could make the tea and cut the crusts off the sandwiches. Now... Ah! The fire of heaven! No! The scarab! The crimson scarab! Do not touch the eyes! Abdul, do not touch the eyes! Hamid! Hamid, can you hear me? The scarab! The crimson scarab! Allah has sent it to us! It is the bringer of death! Oh, Abdul, please! Please do not touch the eyes! Scarab? What does he mean? Legend in these parts tell of a jewel scarab, one of the lost artifacts of Muhammad, Doctor. It was lost in the desert, and the Berbers believe it will one day be returned to them so that it can be transported to Mecca. Do you think they have discovered it? No. Hamid, how are you burned? The fires of heaven spew from the mouth of the scarab. It burns. It burns. This scarab, would it be valuable? Priceless. My uncle has a museum of antiquities in Chicago. 
He'd sure be pleased if I came up with something like that to be at Star Exhibit. This is more important than grubbing around for trinkets, you silly boy. Hubert, I want to leave in the morning. We will go to Captain Oliver tonight. He can supply all our needs. I must get to the bank and see if the wired cash has arrived. Where shall we meet? And no tricks, Professor. The harbor, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, on the quay next to the illustrious lady. We will be waiting. Make sure that you are. Au revoir. It would appear that young man has something over you, Hubert. What is it? Ah, uh, he has threatened to tell the Germans just exactly what it is I will be digging for in Tunisia. Ah. Well, Hubert, let's get a move on. There's much to do. Operator, get me 453. Herr Schmeich, this is the hospital. LaRoche has just been here with the American journalist and an English doctor I have not seen before. They have been here to see the Berber who was brought in last night. They are leaving for Marrakesh in the morning. It would appear they are going out into the desert to find something the Berber called the Crimson Scarab. LaRoche described it as priceless. No, no, they didn't see me. I was behind a screen. The professor and the English doctor are going to the harbor for supplies. The American is going to the bank. You have done well, Gerhard. I have long suspected that the good professor will provide us with an interesting diversion, although I felt it would be more likely related to the activities of the glorious Kriegsmarine. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler! Grant! Jawohl, mein Commandant. Send two of your men down to the harbor to keep watch on LaRoche. He has an English doctor with him. They will be with that old drunk, Riva. I want to know what preparations they are making to leave Casablanca. The American journalist, Harker, is on his way into town. I want you to follow him also and find out what he is up to. At once, Commandant. What is the professor planning? I have long suspected his involvement in espionage activities in this region. But now it would appear that he is in search of a priceless artifact of antiquity. A crimson scarab, whatever that might be. But priceless. I like the sound of that, Kranz. Just the kind of prize that might help me to regain favor in Berlin and get me away from this godforsaken hellhole. You will be in Berlin again? At the sight of their Führer? Everything is a possibility, Franz. Now go! I must have information if I am to plan. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler! But, Doctor, would it not be easier to travel in the TARDIS? Well, normally, yes, it would. But you see, this is more of an enforced holiday than I let on. The old girl's been getting about a lot recently. One thing and another. I've dismantled a few dozen components and I'm growing a few new Sama crystals in the lab. So the upshot of it is, basically, not to put too finer point on it, without beating around the bush so much, it, uh, it'll be five days before she'll even switch on, let alone move. And there I was, thinking that it was my scintillating conversation and skills at backgammon that brought you all the way back to Casablanca. Well, it was. It was. Eventually. Here we are, Doctor. The illustrious lady. That's all of my very good friend, Captain Maurice Weaver. That thing actually stays afloat. Surely it's just the rust that holds it together. <laughs> the Captain will be in his cabin. Let's get aboard.
Alright, that's where sinking. Go away! Everything apart from my mouth is too asleep to receive visitors. Another heavy night, Maurice. Uh, La Roche? Uh, for La Roche, I'll open an eye. Just one, mind you. Who's the pasty one in the magician's gets up? It's not me birthday, is it? You know I eat magicians. <laughs> this is the doctor, Maurice. A friend of mine from Ireland. How very pleasant to meet you, Captain. The professor has told me a lot about you. You don't sound Irish. I've traveled extensively. Still can't stand magicians. What's up, LaRoche? You only ever come aboard when you're in trouble. Whose husband's after you this time? <laughs> Nothing of the sort, Maurice. I need some equipment for traveling into the desert east of Marrakech tomorrow. Treasure hunt, eh? I know that glint in your eye. What do you need? Um, two jeeps, supplies for ten days in the desert, some strong lads for a bit of lifting, and, um, five metric tons of lead plating. Lead plating? Five metric tons. Oh, and, uh, some welding equipment. That's a mighty tall order on such short notice, gentlemen. One that the professor said you were perfectly capable of supplying, Captain. Was his faith in you misplaced, I wonder? Not at all. But there will be a price, LaRoche. Name it, old friend. Ten percent on what you find. And a place in the crew. I thought you'd never ask. Glad to have you along, Maurice. Doctor? No objections here, old chap. We want to leave in the morning. Can you manage that? Of course. But uh, there's more to this, isn't there? What makes you ask? Because unless I'm very much mistaken, you two have been playing pin the tail on the donkey with the SS. What? Look through the porthole, LaRoche. Those two down there. What fine examples of Aryan manhood. You're getting slow in your old age, my friend. They're following us? Hey, There's a 5% surcharge for the SS. What's the price up to 15%, my friends? Of course. You can have them taken care of? Forget they ever existed. If you would like to sign here, Mr. Hiker, I'll see that your money is brought up. Of course. There. Wait. Without making too much of a show, tell me. Is there a seven-foot blonde giant in a long black leather coat standing by the door of the bank? Is he an acquaintance of yours? Hardly. He's been following me for the last half hour. Would you like me to contact the gendarme? I don't think that will help with this fellow, to be honest. You go get the money. I'll just go and have a quick word with him. I'd hate not to know why he was following me. Hi. You know, you've been following me for the last half an hour. You were very easy to spot, you know. I guess next time you realize that black leather and blonde hair is a little bit suspicious in Casablanca's French Quarter? My name's Harker, by the way. I know very well who you are. So why are you following me? I'm an American citizen. You have no right. I'm not involved in your squalid little war. I don't mind Luga for disagree, Herr Harker. You will come with me. Well, if you put it like that, I suppose I will. Hands up or down? You will not draw attention to yourself, or I will shoot. Wouldn't shooting me cause more than a little unwelcome attention? Perhaps. But I'm sure you don't want to be dead more than I don't want the attention. Now move! Trance! What is going on? The journalist saw me, Herr Commandant. There was no other way. He would have alerted the others to our presence. The others? By that I take it you mean the good professor and his English doctor? Ha! They know already. Those two dolts you sent to watch them discreetly ended up in the harbor. One day Himmler will pay for this posting. Mark my words, Kranz. 
So, Mr. Harker, you are here now. What have you got to say for yourself? I am an American citizen! You have no right to hold me! I demand to see the Chief of Police! You are not a citizen of anywhere while you are in this building, my young friend. When is the professor leaving for Marrakesh? In the morning, if you must know. Excellent. And what is he in search of? I don't know. He doesn't give interviews. Do not try my patience! You have been observed with him twice today. You were heard discussing the scarab with him. If you already know the answers, why ask? Confirmation. Krantz, secure him in the cells. I may play with him later. At once, Herr Commandant. And post one more man down at the quayside. And tell him if he ends up in the harbor, not to bother getting out again. We've been ready for an hour, gentlemen. I think Mr. Harker's not going to join us. He would appear so. Good riddance to bad rubbish. His uncle may be the ninth richest man in America, but his nephew is a fromage spined fop. Let's move out. Keep in radio contact once you get out of the city. We will follow at a discreet distance. Trance! We are ready. The professor is leaving. I hope everything is prepared. Everything, Herr Commandant. Your carriage evades. Then we leave for Marrakesh. You sent for me, Field Commander? Yes, and Capture. You are aware of the loss of Fulis in his scout ship, I take it? Yes, Field Commander. The dispatch has arrived this morning. He was forced to engage the Serenella of Valtor. His ship was damaged and he dropped out of warp in the Sol system. Judging by the emission traces we tracked, he appears to have landed on... Sol 3. Sol 3? A forbidden world! Field Commander, if the Serenella hear this, they will have all the evidence they need to prosecute another war. I am fully aware of the strategic and political ramifications of this unfortunate occurrence and catch-up. There is more. Foolish was carrying an experimental weapon, a handheld plasma cannon. It was a prototype being taken to weaponsmiths on Valtor for production. We must have it back. You will take a ship in a small force. You will drop into the solar system without war permission. Land, secure the plasma cannon, and destroy any trace of Foolish's scout ship. Of course, my lord, I will leave at once. If you fail, Sol 3 will become the first cinder outpost in a war that will bring this galaxy to its knees. Nothing must stop you in the conveyance of this mission! Is that understood, Encatcher? Nothing! <laughs>